What's up? This is Levon Zarike, former University of Washington football player, and this is I already forgot. <laughs> Circling Seattle Cir- Sports Podcast. Circling Seattle's that's a tongue twister. Circling I know I kind of realized that late. I was like, oh shoot, that might be uh, <laughs> a little difficult. But you heard it from him. Uh episode 90 of the podcast itself. This is the 27th installment in the Seattle interview series. Super pumped to have you on. Uh, 2017 academic all Pac-12 second team. 2018 uh, academic all Pac-12 first team. 2019 honorable mention All-America. 2019 all Pac-12 first team. Drafted 41st overall by the Detroit Lions. How have you been? How have things gone? I think the I think OTAs just wrapped up. If I'm correct. Um, yeah, we got one more. One more. We got one more week of OTAs, but they've been going real smooth. Uh, what have you been up to? How's Detroit been and how have you been uh, getting adjusted to everything? Yeah, Detroit's real fun. I mean, you know, me and the guys, we've just been going everywhere, whether it's downtown Detroit, Royal Oak, just checking out the places. That's really how you get familiar. You just go around and check out the place. So that's what we've been doing. So I want to start uh, sort of the beginning here. How did, you know, you gain, you know, the love and the passion for football? Was it something that, you know, your parents might have put on you? Was, did, I'm sure Texas, you know, Texas <laughs> is a very big football state, as yeah. I'm sure you know. Did did that have a part in it, or did you find that out on your own? Uh, for me, it was really just seeing my older brothers play. So they play football, so just uh, watching them play, and I wasn't old enough yet. That's what really sparked it. I just really wanted to get out there and play, and then, once I got out there and played and hit somebody real hard, then, you know, the love for the game really went up. What was your recruiting process like? And at any point, did you consider going anywhere uh, outside of UW? Yeah, the recruiting process is hectic like it is for everybody. Uh, I think my final four was like Michigan, Baylor, and I think Georgia, somewhere around there. So, you know, it was all, all around the area. I would say Michigan was... But it was between Washington and Michigan at the end. Did you ever think about any Texas schools, or did they ever did they not show up on the map for you? No, they showed up on the map. I just knew I didn't want to be in Texas. <laughs> gotcha. Mm-hmm. What sort of things uh, helped you to pick Washington over other offers? I saw that you held offers from uh, Arizona State, Michigan, as you mentioned, Baylor. What made UW stick out? Yeah, I think it was probably the coaching staff, Co- Coach Pete and the coaching staff. I just thought they were real thought they told the truth you know they're like a no bullshit type team I really liked them I thought you know they had plans for us on and off the field so I think that was the coach Pete being there was kind of the you know what made me really want to go there what sort of impact would you say that coach Pete left on you and do you have a favorite coach Pete story that you'd want to share uh what sort of impact I mean he's made huge huge impacts from close to you know how we do all things, how we do small things is how we do all things. You know, Coach Pete taught us everything from, you know, how to be a man, how to take care of your family, et cetera. And then also everything on the field, how to be great on the field, how to be consistent on the field. So, you know, he took care of everything, being married, that you should focus on in your life. And then what was the second question? Uh, do you have a favorite Coach Pete story or moment that you want to share? <laughs> Probably just a funny one. He'd always do these April Fool's uh these April Fool's jokes, and I remember he came in once, and he was like, uh, "He's like Miles Bryant has been suspended from the team for like for doing something." I'm not gonna say what it was, but for doing something, and the whole team was in the the whole team was in the uh, team room, like, "What is going on?" Like, because you know Miles, Miles, there's a good kid, 
I don't think he's ever gotten in trouble. He's, you know, blue collar, hardworking dude. And then, uh, so Miles, he was like, Miles, get out. And it was just quiet. And then he kept talking with the meeting, kept going on. And then he was just like, April Fool's. Everybody was like, what the hell? So he did those. He did those like every year. So that was fun. What sort of things uh, were you able to pick up and or, you know, learn from uh, some of the other guys on the D-line in your time at UW from guys like Greg Gaines, Elijah Qualls, Vita Vea, all, you know, guys in the league now? What mm-hmm. sort of things were you able to pick up from them? And it was it sort of like an iron sharpens iron situation? Oh, yeah, I picked up a lot from them. I think the biggest thing I picked up from those three guys specifically, just how to take a double team, you know, how to play big like that, how to position yourself to not get moved off the ball. I think that was an important part. Uh, my game that I had to learn coming from high school, playing D end and not defensive tackle. And then, yeah, iron sharpens iron 100%. Obviously, they were the stronger iron at the time. But uh, I think they really they really brought me up to be great. How was your Rose Bowl experience, you know, as a whole? Because obviously it wasn't the result that was desired. But, you know, I, I was at that game. And it's, it's mm-hmm. its whole own experience. So I'm sure on your end, you know, there's so much that goes into it. What do you remember, you know, from that entire uh, experience down in Pasadena? You know, I don't remember that much, but I remember we had in and out from the food trucks. It was fire. So <laughs> that's what I mostly remember. I always, you know, I, I, I had an interview uh, with Morgan Flores and she's from California. And everybody I swear, everybody from California swears that in and outs like the greatest thing of all time. So I'm always <laughs> interested to hear that. <laughs> um, you know, whether it's people from up here, or other places comparing a uh, burger joint. So that's always, that's always kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, what a burger better though. See, I was, I was going to say, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> um, what about, you know, did you have a favorite PAC 12 team to go against? Was there a team that, you know, just always you got up for extra or was, uh, was the goal always to sort of look at conference games the same way and just attack them? Or was there anybody else that, you know, maybe you in specific got up for a little bit extra? Yeah, I mean, you know, everything, we we treated everything the same. But, you know, obviously Oregon was going to be those games where it's like, yep, let's go. You know what I'm saying? And do you have any uh, any thoughts about going into this next year with Oregon? Is that a game that, you know, this team should look at a little bit extra just because of the way it's gone and uh, how last year's season went? Or is it going to – is they're not going to necessarily be that extra motivation. Uh, no, I think the motivation is going to come from just not from only playing five, whatever, five to six games. So I don't think the boys back home need any motivation. They're ready to go. I think they'll handle business. Did you have any preference uh, at, at the university between the, uh, the Nike jerseys and the Adidas jerseys? Was that something that you paid attention to or did you, is it just a jersey? Uh, it's just a jersey, I think. I think the Adidas the Adidas looked better because they're you know they hug tight, but the Nike was easier to put on. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's just whatever. Yeah, I didn't really I care. Do you have a personal favorite moment or game in your time at uh, Washington? Uh, probably my hit versus Washington State. I think it was 2018 or something. It was a it was a snowy game. And I hit, uh, what was his name? Minshew. And BBK got a pick off that. So that was a good, that was a good moment right there, just because it was snowing too. So that's a perfect segue. Uh, how can you describe your time playing in the Apple Cup and what that 
rivalry, you know, means to you at least, because I'm, I know in recent time it hasn't exactly been a rivalry, but it's still, you know, one of those games that, you know, the entire state of Washington looks at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, so how was your time in the Apple cup and uh, what was your experience in it? Yeah. Apple cup was always fun. I mean, it felt like we were bullies all four years. Like we knew we were going in there to win. It was just how we we're going to win, you know, how hard we we're going to play. So, I mean, I always love Apple Cups. I think that snowy game was my favorite Apple Cup game just because, you know, it was, it was hella cold and we were dying, but it was also fun. You're like slipping and sliding and making plays. So that'll always be memorable. What are your thoughts on on Coach Lake as a coach, you know, taking that head coaching role and, you know, mm-hmm. what he can do this next season with a full season uh, with the program? Because obviously oh, yeah, it's a smaller sample size. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. I, I loved what I saw from them this past season. I think uh, with the new offense, you know, it's going to take some time. But I think with what Jimmy Lake put out already and how much time we've had to, you know, prepare, create our, you know, like put our whole offense together, I think I think we'll be great. I think, you know, Jimmy Lake has the attitude. Coach Lake has the attitude. He has the energy to be great. So, you know, I don't expect nothing else. With the number of players that have been invited to the combine over the years, as well as guys who went to be pros, uh, what can you say about the development that takes place as a Husky and, you know, what it says about the program as a whole, you know, how many people have gone to the NFL? Yeah, I think our development is just elite and, you know, our coaching, our coaching is great, but I think what, what's really uh, our secret is coach Saha and the staff. I think, they just get us right. The workouts they have us doing, you know, everything, every, it's not just we're working out It's you know, they're researching and they're giving us workouts every, every year we have something new that can help us get better just because our staff is constantly researching on workouts, recovery, et cetera, on how to be better. So I think that's the game changer for us. What did you do over the course of, you know, 2020 to improve your game? Cause obviously you opted out in September Mm-hmm. Was it just sort of workouts or were you doing anything differently? Or how did you uh, attack 2020? Yeah, I was hitting everything, whether it's from workouts to pass rush to run reads. I, was, I can legit say I hit everything just because I had it damn near eight months. So I just hit everything I could. What was your, uh, well, here's one. If if I had to put you in front of, you know, somebody that was thinking about UW, what sort mm-hmm. of how would you, what would your best pitch be? I guess I could say, what, what, what sort of things would you put out to somebody who's looking at you, Dub, and might need a little bit of a sway? Yeah, I think it's going to be, you're going to be a better player than you are right now. Like we were just talking about development, like that's going to happen. I mean, you can look at the guys we put out, whatever position you are, we put guys out there, we put guys in the league. So, I mean, you're going to develop, our coaching staff is going to get you right. It's not just going to be on you to, to be great. Our coaching staff will push you to be great. So heading now, you know, into the NFL, what was your pre-draft like? How, you know, I'm sure that gets hectic, you know, with teams calling you, teams trying to talk to you, maybe getting weird questions. What was your pre-draft experience like? And was it a good or a bad thing for you? Because in talking with Miles Gaskin, it was kind of a, it wasn't the best thing. You know, you get asked all these questions and you got to go through all this different stuff. And it was just kind of a mess. What was your experience like? Um, with all of that, you know, prior to uh, getting the call? Yeah, I thought it was, I thought it was easy, to be honest. I mean, obviously it got annoying because, you know, you're taking, you're taking seven, 
10, maybe 10 calls a week. But uh, I thought it was easy. I know it was easier than the guys before because everything was on Zoom. You know, you're not face to face with these guys. So it's way easier to be on Zoom and be doing an interview, way more relaxed. So I think overall, I think it was easier. Obviously, you'll still have that annoying aspect to it because I think the guys before COVID, all this COVID stuff, they would do meetings basically at the combine or maybe the week after the combine. But uh, we were meeting pretty much through the whole draft process. What goes through your mind, you know, when you get the call or even before then, were you nervous leading up to it? Were you just confident in your ability or what are you thinking before you get that phone call? Yeah, you're for sure confident, but then it's like, damn, I'm just waiting. Like, you, like I think nobody understands what waiting is like until that moment. Like the definition of waiting, that's the definition right there. Like you just have no say, you know what I'm saying? You're just... You see guys get picked and you're just waiting. You're just waiting. Nobody, nobody's going to tell you when you're going to get picked until you get that call about two minutes, five minutes before. So like, you just, you just truly understand what the word waiting is. Is that, like you said, it's out of your hands really. So it's, I'm sure it can be pretty nerve wracking. Uh, What was, what was the phone call like? Because, uh, and I do want to ask about coach Campbell, Mm -hmm. because obviously, you know, the opening press conference talking about kneecaps, I was, interesting um but what was the phone call like and what has your first impression been of uh head coach dan campbell yeah i don't know what the phone call was like also i was so high on happiness that you know i just you know you know you're so happy you just can't even pay attention i was just like yes sir appreciate it i didn't i can't even i truly cannot tell you what they said on that phone call (laughs) my energy was so high but uh yeah coach dan campbell i love him he's real cool guy real family guy i think I think he's he's the head coach I want 100%. I think his energy and the person he is will make the Lions be great. We'll turn this thing around over here. But I think, you know, he has a plan for us. He has a great plan for us. As long as we execute that, I think we're going to be great. Do you have any thoughts about, you know, playing in Detroit and NFC North as compared to, I know you got a little bit maybe of it in Washington, but, you know, coming mm-hmm. from Texas and obviously the NFC North definitely a different environment uh environment uh weather wise than you dub uh, yeah do you have any uh prior thoughts before the season comes around about you know potential snow games and stuff like that <laughs> no, i'm not even thinking about it if it happens it happens that's kind of how i would roll with things yeah I don't if it happens it happens like the wazoo game when it snowed it's like i didn't think about it once we got there it started snowing it's like all right whatever it's too late i'm glad it's too late to even think about it does the number 75 have uh, any extra meaning to you or is that a number that was just given to you? Yeah, no meaning at all. Just, <laughs> they just gave me a, I think they gave me a couple numbers from 60 to like 79. So I went with what matched 95 was 75. So are you excited to be on a defensive uh, line with guys like Trey Flowers, Michael Brockers, Deshaun Hand, among mm-hmm. other guys? I know there's more talent on that D line, but you know, you look at some of those guys. I know Trey Flowers, I believe, has a ring. Michael Brockers made it to that Super Bowl. Uh, Deshaun Hands, you know, all these guys have talent. So are you excited yeah. to play along these guys and guys that will, you know, more than likely help you get to the quarterback as well? Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, it's been fun. Just, Joe, you know, a D-line is. We're always joking around. So just having those guys in there is real fun. And then on top of that, you know, they're teaching me and Aleem bunch of stuff on the field so i'm glad to have them there i'm blessed to have them 
What are your thoughts on playing in the NFC North, you know, team-wise? Obviously, I, I, I mentioned the weather there, but the Packers at this current junction have mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers, you know. So unless that changes, uh, guys like Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones on the Packers, the Bears, and Justin Fields at some point, the Vikings with Kirk Cousins and Dalvin Cook, are you excited? Are you looking at any of those guys in particular you might want to hit, or is it just, you know, put them in front of me and I'm, I'm here to work? Yeah, just put him in front of me. I want to work. I mean, obviously, we saw the Ravens on our schedule, so I think Lamar Jackson would be to get a hit on him. That would be nice. <laughs> yeah, that that's a perfect sub, uh, segue there. Uh, with that Ravens game being said, I know there's a couple that, you know, and at least I look at the schedule that are interesting. You got the 49ers week one, the Ravens week three, uh, Rams and Aaron Donald in week seven, and then, you know, back here in Seattle in week 17. Um uh, is there anything else that you're, you know, kind of excited for uh, or that you're looking at? You don't have me even really look at the schedule like that. I think right now it's just I've just been focused on getting the playbook down. Oh, yeah. You know, getting getting my roots in the in the Lions defense, just focusing on that. No, yeah. Uh, it seems like you're very uh, you take things, you know, as they come along. You're not looking too far ahead. I got yeah. you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, do you think it'll be cool at all to have uh, any potential? You know, I know that uh, Seahawks have Will Disley and BBK on the team. Are you looking forward to seeing any future, uh, any of your Husky teammates uh, oh, yeah. throughout the season? Oh, yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, like, just after every game or seeing those guys on the field, that'll for sure be fun. I can't wait for that. Now, tell me a little bit about the shirts, because I know you're wearing one of them right now. And I know you've got <laughs> some more. And I think from what I saw, there's some uh, Detroit – some Detroit colorways. How did that, you know, come to be? Yeah. Uh, so I, there's this active fit company and, you know, I've liked their stuff. We've been talking and basically just building a relationship. And I remember he hit me up one day. He's like, let's do a collab. Let's, uh, you know, make something from, from my heart, you know, values, values that I like. So we really just went from there. It was kind of, it was quick. It kind of just an idea he had and something I was like, oh yeah, let's do it. Sounds fun. I'll definitely have to link that in the description there. Oh, yeah. um, with that being said, is there anything that, you know, you're most excited for this season or uh, anything that you want to put out there? Obviously I got to put the shirts down there, but is there anything else that you want the world to have out there? I'm just ready to play football, man. I, I haven't played in so long. So really that's all it is for me. Just getting ready to get out there again feel good playing ball again excited to just get back there yeah oh yeah it is is it at least for you on a player standpoint does it make it feel like everything is a little bit closer than it is because I know the season still you know we got a couple months there but obviously you got to go through everything pre uh mm-hmm. you know preseason and everything like that does is it just nice to get back on the field yeah 100 percent. just get back to practices OTAs you know doing stuff every day that's football related I think I think that's the biggest part. That's what I'm enjoying the most right now, just getting back in the mojo things. Well, unless you've got anything you want to drop, I appreciate you uh, taking time out of your day to do this. Really excited to uh, talk to more Huskies. It's always really cool to see where that goes. And I, I, I'm, I'd, I, want, I really do want to see it succeed, but I, I don't need you to hit my quarterback in week 17. I know <laughs> that's your job, you know, but no, in all honesty, it'll be really exciting to see. And I, I, I do think the Lions, I, there are some pieces there that I think will, it's, I think the NFC North is going to be a really interesting division to watch this year. Um, and I, 
I appreciate you taking time out of the day. I know that, uh, like you said, you got more stuff to go through as we continue on throughout the off season, even though you're still doing stuff. But uh, again, I really do appreciate it. And I'll, uh, I'll have to throw the link down there in the description for shirts. I know I have to grab a couple. So um, other than that, unless you've got some. All good, brother. Thank you for your time. And, uh, you know, and until you play week 17, go Lions. <laughs> I appreciate you, man. Much love, brother. Baba Bowie.